Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are, whoever you are. This is Mike in Bed. I'm Josh. And I'm Jasmine. And we're alive. We we survived a week of, uh, you know, I, I'll quote The Office here and Michael Scott. I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. And everything corresponding with a full moon and our children's behavior has been an ast- astronomical, astrological alignment of epic proportions. It's ridiculous, really. Yeah. First I thought it was just a coincidence that, like, when there's a full moon, for some reason, they both just, like... Unleash. Yeah. At the same time. And it's like <laughs> their entire bodies do it. Like their intestines are like, oh, it's full moon time. <laughs> and I give them the worst diaper they've seen in months. Aw. That and was awful. That was bad. I'm surprised there was that much inside of that tiny child. Our youngest, of course. Um, yeah, it's like, you know when you're at a job. My hand was in it. My yeah. whole hand was in it. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you're at a job and you get more and more work put onto your plate and, and it's no like pay. they yeah it's <laughs> like they don't want to fire you but they really want you to go that's how we were treated by our two kids what is that quiet week. firing yeah just quiet give firing. them more work they'll eventually, just eventually quit eventually buckle <laughs> atlas will drop the world and that's how that's right. gonna go <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a rough week. Yeah, it was really hard, um, which is very kind of fitting. I feel fitting, like for this yeah. episode, but yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it was so bad that we couldn't even. I feel like this podcast episode is going to be a form of self care for us. Probably. I mean, it's just, it was just, it's it's been a rough week. Like we, very roughly. You know, we, we complain about the kids from time to time. And, you know, we, we vent on, on this podcast, uh, as I'm sure some of our listeners know. But, you know, they just, they have their moments. We love them to death. We wouldn't trade our experience for anything. I, I don't think either of us would. Um, but there are hard weeks, you know. And parents get that. And those who will soon be parents, I think, will get that as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whatever you just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, you were looking at the monitor <laughs> that whole time because our oldest had lost one of his stuffed animals. I think he still has lost something. My guess it's Otis, and, like, he looks like he's looking for it, and I just want him to go to sleep. Yeah, and he I'm needs just... <laughs> to sleep. He had sprinkles with dinner. Mind you, I make sure he finds them all before tucking him in. Yes, he has And to... he has all of them with him. And then I tuck him in. And I don't actually like tuck him in. I just put the blanket over him. And then I'm just like, okay, good night, love you. And so everything was right there. And now he's like searching for Drop one of them. Otis. And I'm just like, what? How are you looking for what? They were right. Like, he's still looking for it. Like, what? They should have been right there. Like, oh my god. 
I mean, he does look... Damn it, Otis! <laughs> he does look like he's... Like he is going to eventually go to sleep here. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> it's been that kind of week. When they refuse to sleep, it's... Yeah, it compounds things. He's grabbing that poor dog by the throat. Yeah. It's just... What is this child even doing? <laughs> so self-care... <laughs> means many things to many people. Um... <laughs> Honestly, I nowadays just associate self-care with, like, having time. Either time for us or, you know, time for ourselves individually. Because we don't get enough of that. And in the past, I associated it with, like, doing things I enjoy or, you know. But sometimes self-care, just having the time to just sit is is kind of nice and having time with you having time by myself like that that's more what it means i mean i have a fair number of hobbies as well but yeah i mean self-care to me is just i guess like if i was told to define self-care i would literally say like just like you said kind of just taking time for oneself yeah like for some people, I think that's probably like just getting a shower without being bothered. Yeah. <laughs> For me, anyways, that's like one of them. Um, just in order to kind of like recharge, I guess. Like it's taking time to do something that will allow you to recharge so that you can be the best you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad um, you mentioned showering too because that's a huge turning point in my day. And I'm sure it is for you in a sense as well, because it's the first point in a day where my mind isn't occupied by something, whether it's the kids or work. Yeah. And I think because of that, my brain can get out of whatever fog it was in during the day. And then I then have the energy to get through the rest of the night. Like yeah. that, that 10 to 15 minute time period is huge for me. Yeah, I mean, in terms of showering, for me, it's just because I get to be alone. Well, yeah. <laughs> Not like I don't love you all. It's just I, it's like the first time, like, I guess not technically I wake up earlier than everyone, but it's like that one period of the day where I know everyone's taken care of and everyone's good mm-hmm. because either like you're with them or like or they're napping or and like you're doing something so i get to fully just be mm-hmm. even if it's only like 10 15 minutes or whatever just being able to take that time to just know i can just completely like shut off mm-hmm. and be there like in the morning when i'm by myself i can't shut off i have to constantly make sure the kids are okay um because sometimes though just one wakes up a little bit earlier than you should and the other one always wakes up early she's usually always with me in the morning so i kind of have to be on it even if i don't physically feel like being on it so i think that would be like my first time of the day where i can shut off like i said it's a brief period of time but it still feels nice during that time yeah it's hugely important uh that time period for both of us and 
It is. It's a recharge moment uh, during any sort of day. And then, you know, once we get to um, evening time, we kind of are able to recap the day a little bit and unwind, which is really helpful as well. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I think both of us have a hard time with self-care. I disagree with that. I think I'm the only one who has a hard time. Like, you... Like, I guess, like, unless you deeper define what self-care is to you, like, I feel like that's not true. I feel like the reason I say that for myself is because I don't do enough to take care of my body the way you do. Oh, Cause yeah, that to that's, me is that's a, very a good point. Form of self care that I often neglect. Yeah, and I think that's why, like, self care looks different for everyone, but I think that is why it's important because it isn't just like your mental health, right? It's also your physical health, it's like your spiritual health. Because some people, you know, self care can mean, you know, sitting down and reading a good book. I don't know. But for some people, that could be their form of self care. And for others, it's going to the gym or going for a walk or, making that weird vegan dish they've been wanting to make for the past week um so yeah i guess it is all facets of you it's like your mental physical spiritual like all of that um so yeah i i get where you're coming from then if if you include all of those things yeah because if you think of it like a three-legged stool you know, where it's mental, physical, spiritual. For me, spiritual is just like any sort of time I get to be creative. Like that's what does it for me. Um, Mentally is just having time to process things. So both of those I tend to be okay with for the most part. But physically, you know, it's hard. We both do intermittent fasting and I do the best that I can with that because I do feel good when I do that for the most part. But I have a hard time integrating physical activity and exercise into my day. Um, You know, I need to be better at finding ways to integrate that so that I do feel at my peak healthiest. Um, I I think I neglect that quite a bit. And you're very good about, you know, working out consistently. And that's very much part of you know, who you are, and I want to make that part of who I am, but it's hard for me to figure out where to get started with that, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think that experience when it comes to one's physical health is a different journey for everyone. Yeah. I think for you, you just don't like the idea of working out, right? I mean, a lot of people don't. They hear exercise and they're like, oh. Yeah. (laughs) I think you have to find something that you like doing that is some sort of, like, physical activity that helps you and or at least makes you feel good about your body in the moment um for me like i don't mind working out my favorite is strength training if you give Mm -hmm. me some weights like we are good um i struggle the most with probably cardio that's only because i have a pretty bad right knee so that gets to me a little bit but i i 
I would agree in a sense. I think it's really just finding the thing that you like or finding something that maybe you can tolerate even. Yeah. If your physical health is something you want to kind of make a part of your self-care, which I think everyone should. Physical health should definitely be a part of your self-care. But it should be because it makes you feel good, not because, like, you're trying to look like someone someone else wants you to look like, if that makes sense. It's like, don't be doing all that if you don't want to look like that. Or if you don't right. want to feel like that, it has to be about you and for you, not for someone else. They can. For me, it. it's just I want to have more than enough energy to play with the kids and keep up with the kids. Like yeah. I don't want to shortchange them, you know, because I'm fatigued at the end of the day. Like that's to me, that's not acceptable. So that's, that's where it's coming from for me. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like it's important, like, self-care, not just, like, physical health, but self-care is important because, like, if you have kids or if there's other people who depend on you, if you're not taking care of yourself, how can you do things? Yeah. <laughs> right? And I'm one to talk. Like, that's the thing. I feel like I can talk this entire episode about how important it is but i'm like the last person to do it <laughs> yeah and i i've tried to encourage you so many different ways and it's just it's got to come from within mm-hmm. you know at, at the end of the day i can offer or say or you know attempt to help in different ways but it, you know it's it's up to you and then like it is for me with the physical component like at the end of the day i have to take that initiative and you know come up with that exercise plan that works for me you know so i'll always support you encourage you whatever steps you decide to take for self-care um but you know i know you are intrinsically someone who just gives everything to your family yeah and like you said, it's almost like when you're on a plane and they tell you if you're about to crash and you need to put your mask on before you help the people next to you. Yeah. It's very much like that. Like that's how self-care works and that's how I've noticed it in my life, you know, with my own mental health journey, which I'm sure we'll talk about in more detail in future episodes, but... Um, like if I am not with it, the entire family and household suffer as a result. Um, and it's similar with you. I mean, you know, if you don't get enough sleep, everybody feels it. Most, most especially you. Yeah. But the whole household does. You know. Why I'm wouldn't tired. I get enough sleep, sweetie? Well, because I'm <laughs> awful with snoring and I'm. That's another thing I'm trying to work on. <laughs> it's just very, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I, I do like the whole put your oxygen mask on first before helping others. Um, that, I think that's a good to. way to, to frame it. Yeah. And the snoring is another reason <laughs> that I want to <laughs> exercise more because that might help with that. Well, and let's be so. real, right? I So... Just kind of going back to physical health, because I do feel like you get on yourself a lot about it. It's like, I felt the best when it came to, like, my physical health, like, with working out and stuff, when I could go somewhere. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, 
being able to get out of the house to work out makes me feel better than like this is why I don't like the winter sometimes is because like you have to work out inside most of the time like in your home and I know there's some people who like brace the cold and they go out (laughs) good for you I'm not doing that um (laughs) I will just work out in my home but it like it doesn't feel the same um like during the spring summer and fall when I can go outside for a walk and use that as a form of cardio since you know I can't really run anymore um is was nice and is nice when it can happen but now it's like a little too cold and I either have to use our treadmill or go to so where we live they have like a little small fitness center um which I actually think I might start going to more just to kind of get some variety but what I'm trying to get at is like sometimes the weather (laughs) is motivating for those kind of things because when it's warmer you can go play tennis or right. basketball or like things like that. But and when it's cold, you know, unless you have some kind of membership somewhere where there's like an indoor tennis court, like I just feel like you can't do as much when no, it's really we should cold. Do. We should, you know, at some point invest in like some kind of YMCA or some kind of fitness center. Like we talked about oh, JCC, like the JCC yeah. you know, we should, we should really consider that because I, I believe they would have basketball. Oh, I'm sure they totally like have basketball. I yeah. would, to me, that sounds a million times better than doing weight training or cardio. <laughs> like, I mean, I they have just, that too, but yeah. <laughs> I would much rather, you know, play a sport. That was always my thing. You know, I would do the strength training and, and cardio, but I would do it as a means to an end, you know, yeah. to get on a tennis court and be ready to play whoever I was supposed to play yeah and I know you briefly mentioned like the intermittent fasting Mm -hmm. Um, I wouldn't recommend that for everyone by the way like that is not for everyone but I I will say like if you have the means and are able to do it like I've found like I feel like my health has improved greatly Um, and I do have more energy even on the days I don't get a lot of sleep (laughs) I still am somewhat able to get through the day um I can't remember we do we have like a window so we do the every day well I do I don't I don't know how much you follow it anymore but like I do the every day eight hour window to like have meals so I really just don't have breakfast to be honest which I don't really care for that much anyway so it wasn't a huge change to my lifestyle but um it's been helpful and you do feel good once you get used to it i don't remember what i felt like in the beginning but once i got used to it i was like oh i don't mind this this is not a problem but it was really hard for the first week or two um and it was hard around the holidays that's it's hard for couldn't... snackers i yeah, realized like if me. you like to snack like at night or like throughout the morning oh yeah <laughs> i'm not a snacker so like i was it was kind of cool like i said i don't really eat breakfast too often so it was almost as if I was already kind of doing it, but I'd say I'm generally able to follow it between seventy-five and eighty percent of the time. Mm. Um, but sometimes, you know, we'll just have a day where the meals we make are just light in calorie. And that does, yeah. When we have lighter calorie days, again, you have to be in tune with your body um, yeah. and your overall kind of physical health to know, like. You should be able to tell. Like, I can tell when I haven't eaten enough, and then I make sure I eat a little bit more, or I do eat more snacks that day if I know the meals we have planned are lighter. So, 
all that to say is like it is a method if you're trying to feel a little bit better i mean it helps me a little bit with my mental health um and my physical health but um i would definitely talk to a doctor if you're taking different medications if you mm -hmm. had previous health issues like you should definitely speak to someone before just randomly starting something like that um but it can look different for everyone like i said I have, I do like the eight hour window every day of eating. Um, so it's usually around like a lunchtime and ends early evening. Honestly, for just about anything self-care related, you probably want to work with your physician. Um, I think that's, you know, been helpful to both of us as well. But yeah, I think a lot of it goes back like optimizing your self-care, at least for me, goes back to being as in control of the things you can control as possible. And it's hard when we have a lot of obligations to be in control of our time, which is one of the things I really like about intermittent fasting. That's yeah, something I you can, can control. control it. Yeah. You know, and it feels almost like a, a discipline. Yeah. You know, so your body is a bit more regulated um, throughout the day and I try to do the same thing with like when I do most of my work during a work day I have set times for that and then I have set times typically when I do like creative projects as well um, and that really helps me yeah yeah I think that I guess like trying to find control in things is a good tip I think to help if you're that type of person if you're not that kind of person it's not that helpful but if you do like to have some sort of control especially in a situation or in a lifestyle where you don't have a ton of it because you have either little ones or just a lot of different factors that impact your level of control finding the little things that you can have control of I feel like helps a lot I feel like that's a huge like mental health boost sometimes yeah yeah. yeah, controlling the things you can't control and kind of being at peace with whatever else comes your way. Um, that's that's just kind of helped me personally, um, especially with work, you know, being able to slowly get more successful at my job. Um, it's very much about controlling what I can and ignoring any doubt on what I can't yeah and just speaking of work in general like find something else to define yourself well yeah as a part of self-care I'm not talking about you no. <laughs> I'm just talking about as a general tip like advice um I know there's a lot of people out there who define themselves by the work that they do um and they're very much embedded in their work like that is their life and yeah. I feel like that's not good. I am not a licensed anything, though, so don't take that, you know, to heart or anything. But I, I feel like that's not something we should be doing. Um, I, You need to be able to, I feel like, disconnect from work when work is over. I will say, too, to kind of come full circle a little bit, as difficult as our kids can be, I feel extraordinarily fortunate to be able to do my job remotely from home. 
because I have not missed, I don't know if I've missed a ton of major milestones in either child's life, you know, maybe one or two here or there, but for the most part, I've been able to be there every step of the way, and, you know, those memories and that time spent with them, the good, the bad, and the ugly of that, you know, that's what's going to stay with me long term more than what I do day to day for a living, you know, so I'm very, very, I consider myself to be one of the luckiest people there is because, you know, I have you and we do this podcast together and we get to, you know, kind of unwind every night and joke about how crazy our kids are and, you know, just enjoy each other. We are, you know, usually in a positive place in our marriage which is really nice because of how you know open we are with communication um and they, you know they're little hellions but we have two great kids so you know i have a lot of gratitude for that yeah yeah so you got any tips <laughs> tips for self-care <laughs> Find someone like Jasmine and <laughs> settle down, have a couple of kids, find a remote no. Oh God. I, I don't just, that's no, like awful tits for like I uh, feel like a good percentage of people. <laughs> I think I think one thing I would say is to embrace embrace yourself and who you are as a person, like I, I, I try my best not to dislike who I am nowadays. It used to be much harder. Um, so doing that on the one hand, but on the other hand, also looking for ways to just, you know, get a little bit better at self-care every day, like being more mindful of each moment. Um, mentally physically spiritually i guess i would say because it all starts with yourself yeah there has to be peace there i feel there does and i i think one thing to help with that is you know limit your social media consumption you don't need to be on tiktok for two hours you know (laughs) i'm not even on tiktok yeah um so I, i would give that as some you know word of advice like we don't need to be always on social media we don't need to know everything and it's just a huge lie anyways people are gonna always post the things that they want to brag about so i feel like it's if you're not feeling good about yourself and then you go on there you might feel worse (laughs) so just kind of you know knowing that environment knowing that there's a lot of people out there you know just if you don't need to be on it on like all the time unless it's your job and even if it is your job again try to have some separation there but you know try to not be on there all the time and i understand it can be difficult because like it's almost like a habit right you pick up your phone instagram pick well i'm not on tiktok either i really just have instagram i feel like i'm instagram i'm just old i feel oh it can be very toxic i feel like some people use tiktok more now to learn how to do things whereas like people use instagram i feel like to to show off a little bit yeah um so i 
I understand that both can be both have their moments so I, I don't know find a way to limit that you know I'm trying my best to do that I'm not on it as often as I used to be and I actually feel better um so I don't know everything that's going on with people and I don't mind that um I, I'm okay being a little behind and lost and finding out what's going on in my friends lives just by texting them then you know seeing posts and stuff on on Instagram yeah I would agree with that I mean I think along those lines if you have things that trigger issues with your self-care that are obstacles to that know what those triggers are and eliminate them like for me I can't be mentally healthy with when I keep track of the news. The news depresses me. The news makes me anxious. So I engage with the news as little as possible for the most part because I know intrinsically that the stories and the headlines that get clicks, which is the goal of any news organization, tend to be the most depressing. You know, and so that's a big one for me uh, as well. And I think, you know, like social media, it can take you down a rabbit hole of self-doubt and fear and confusion. Um, so that's one I have to be mindful of personally. Yeah. Another one is uh, I've mentioned already a couple of times, just like that work-life balance. Like mm -hmm. do your best to kind of figure out is work encroaching on your personal time? Mm -hmm. on the time that you're supposed to be with yourself or with your family or with whoever your partner or just like I said with yourself if it is why mm -hmm. like try to find out why what is going on that for some reason work is around more than it should be mm -hmm. I'm very 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 big on work-life balance and I mm -hmm. make that known wherever I work um, I had an employer where I had a supervisor tell me that sometimes work will be will come before um, my family. And the moment that was said to me, I knew I was out. Mm -hmm. Like, don't ever. Because you won't ever. My work will never come before my family. Um, my family is always first. And if I hear anything like that or I hear people talk about how, you know, the company's been like that, that is a sure sign that I will be out the door because I'm not about that environment. I find that to be incredibly toxic. If a place you work for doesn't care about how you are doing mentally, physically, and spiritually, then you need to get the hell out of there because yeah. you shouldn't be there. Um, so just, you know, find the time if you are in a situation where you're just like, damn, I think about work a lot and I work a lot. <laughs> um, I know some of us have to, right? We got to grind because we got bills to pay. We got kids to feed or we just got places we want to see. And sometimes in order to do that, you got to work 24 seven, which isn't healthy. <laughs> Yeah. But I do understand that sometimes we have to do things like that to get certain things that we want in life. Just, you know, don't sacrifice yourself for it, though. Yeah. Like, if it's not that important, do you need to be doing it? Like, like just just think about that. Um, and I'm not telling you when to quit their jobs. You got bills to pay. Oh, yeah. You got to yeah. eat. <laughs> but I'm just saying maybe evaluate why your work might be more in your life than it should be. And I think there are ways, this goes back to 
structuring, controlling what you can control. There are ways to arrange your schedule to optimize your productivity. Like for me, you know and I know that I work much more efficiently and effectively at night. So I take advantage of that. You know, I don't work like every night during the week, but I'll pick a night or two, sometimes three uh, during the week where, you know, I know that I'm in a bit of a fog in the morning. So I'm going to do uh, an hour or two in the evening this night um, to, you know, make sure I'm ahead of the game. Everything's prepped for the following day. Um, but I protect that time with the kids when they're awake as best I can. Yeah. And we never miss a family meal. Like, that's never happened with either of us, which I'm very proud of. Yeah. Um, my last, like, tip is also kind of just for myself. Know that it is okay if you don't know how to approach self-care. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine. And it might take you some time. Yeah. Because you got to figure out what will help you feel good. Yeah. And know that that is completely okay you might need to do some research about (laughs) some things that you might actually enjoy to do um before you can actually engage in self-care and hell maybe just doing the research is a form of self-care because you're trying to figure out how to do it um so just know that like that's okay you're not alone i'm (laughs) one of those people in that situation where like i don't fully know what that looks like all the time um and eventually You'll figure it out and when you do you'll feel good and do it so you can continue to feel good that's the thing too self-care is a lot like a fingerprint like it looks different for everyone you know for for one person it might be going to the spa for someone like me it might be getting out on the golf course you know so it's more about getting to know yourself and getting to love and accept yourself i think too but i think that's a that's a great point as well um so we are supposed to have one self-care commitment each for this upcoming week you're looking at me but you read it so you come up with (laughs) one for yourself okay (laughs) i am going to commit to creating and implementing by Friday of this week, so before you the mean next podcast. Friday of the Friday fri- this coming Friday. Okay. So before the next <laughs> podcast episode is released, because we're going to recap on the next one, uh, I will create and implement an exercise plan for myself. Okay. That is my self care commitment um (laughs) i feel like mine i'll i'll do two okay wow one is i made a goal and when we talked about goals a few back that i was gonna read 12 books this year Mm -hmm. i've read zero (laughs) so far and it's february and my goal is like to at least read one book a month and so i at least want to get through half of the book that I had planned for January by the next time we record because then that would mean that I could potentially get two books in this month and I do think reading would be good for my mental health and maybe even spiritually since I'm agnostic and like 
I kind of look for those feel good books to kind of help me think through difficult things and situations. So I think um, that's going to be one of them. I want to try to to get through a book here, especially because I bought it and I really want to read it. I'm just having a hard time starting it. Um, And the other one will be to come up with another self-care thing that I can do and do it at least once. And I will recap what that is and what my experience was doing it in our next episode. Awesome. Hold us to it, everybody. We will do our best and report back next week. Before we go, quote of the week from our oldest, our son. (laughs) Eating his lunch. And what do we say for the lunch when you gave it to him? Thank you, Mama. And then he looks at me. Dada, say thank you to Mama. (laughs) Mind you, I made my lunch. But we thank Mama nonetheless because <laughs> that's also a form of self <laughs> that's our episode everybody follow us on the gram after we told you to stay off there at my right. <laughs> we're also on LinkedIn if that's a healthier form of social media <laughs> Have a good week, everybody. (laughs)